Hello and welcome to another episode of the Drew Roth Show alongside Purdue Soccer Head Coach Drew Roth. I'm the team's Communications Director, Charlie Healy. Coach, the Boilermakers opened the season last week with a pair of 1-1 draws, first against Kentucky at home, then at number 18 Vanderbilt. But let's first talk about Thursday night against Kentucky, a memorable night at Folk Field for a lot of reasons, especially the crowd, a record attendance, really just great energy from the start to the final whistle. What are you going to remember most from Thursday night? Well, I'm going to remember Thursday night for uh, just the atmosphere. Uh, it was electric, and I think you know during the warm-up, we saw the line wrapped around uh, the field and out in the parking lot. I think I was like the players, um, focused on the task at hand, but you know, kind of looking over my shoulder, saying, "Wow, you know, when when is that line going to end?" And people started filing filing in, and uh, there was still a huge line, and uh, it was uh, you know one of the you know more fun soccer games that I've been a part of, just because you know not only was it over two thousand people, but I thought they were really engaged with the action. You know, they were really locked in. And, uh, uh, you know, just the way that they were kind of pounding those sideboards and, you know, the, the cheers and just uh, anytime, you know, a, a big play occurred, whether it was, you know, Sarah Griffith taking on a defender and, um, you know, getting past her or, or Marissa Bova making a huge save, I felt like it was a crowd that was, uh, you know, really into the match and had a pretty good understanding of what was going on, which was really cool. But uh, for our players, um, you know, for, for their families and, and for the coaches and everybody that was there, um, it just it just really made for an incredibly memorable night, and uh, you know just they did a did a fantastic job keeping the, the energy levels high. When your first game of the season is a double overtime game, um, you know you need that 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 extra energy to come from uh, your supporters, and uh, it was just a, a fantastic night. So would have loved to get that second goal. I think uh, you know like I said I don't know if Folk Field ever has been stormed by the fans. Uh, but uh, you know that that was uh, you know the next step, but I didn't quite get that. But for a, for one one draw, it's about as exciting of a match as you can get, and uh, that support that we felt and that energy that was there at Folk Field uh, was was unbelievable and something that. Uh, We'll definitely uh, remember and we hope to uh, continue to have that type of support. Yeah, absolutely. And certainly a, a special experience for everyone involved. It was cool to see everyone walking walking off the pitch and, and just reveling in the moment of, of having that experience. So, um, you know, but, but talk about on the pitch, Sarah Griffith with a highlight real goal, number five on, on SportsCenter top ten plays. And just a, a lot of great plays overall. And you sort of nev never know what exactly to expect that, that first time out on the pitch. But uh, are you pleased with, with what you saw from your club? I was, absolutely. You know, uh, as you said, uh, we had a couple of really good exhibition games, some real tough tests, uh, which, which helped us. Uh, so I knew we'd have a pretty good um, idea of how to play, but uh, you know, uh, the, the real game there's always a little bit more nerves. And we set a huge crowd, and uh, you know, a couple freshmen in the starting lineup. So you're never quite sure, you know, how things are going to look. And then, you know, we got our first taste of adversity when I thought we were really controlling the game. I mean, the first 20 minutes of the match, we were in Kentucky's end the whole time, uh, created corner kicks, created chances. And I think if we would have got that early goal, I think it really could have changed, you know, the whole the whole trajectory of that match. But we didn't. And Kentucky held tough, and they played they played tough back there, and the goalkeeping was good. And then uh, we knew we were, uh, you know, had to be aware of their uh, counterattacking threat. And sure enough, uh, you know, they caught us one time, and uh, the player hit an outstanding goal. You know, we had four players behind the ball, and she still found a little window to shoot, and she scored. So, uh, you know, good good uh, you know a test of adversity for our for our team to come back, and uh, you know, obviously uh, came out at halftime, and I thought we picked up the level and. Uh, Griff's goal, of course, you know, the place erupted and just gave us that confidence we needed. And 
you know, thought we might get that second one after that. But, um, you know, give Kentucky credit. They were a you know, very worthy opponent, and, uh, you know, uh, they had some chances as well. So uh, really, really happy with, uh, with the start. Um, and, uh, you know, you play good teams uh, straight out of the gate like that. Uh, it's kind of what we want. We want to be ready, and we want to, uh, you know, every game we have a different kind of challenge. So uh, Kentucky and Vanderbilt and Nagazaga and even Ball State, so we're not uh, taking the easy road, but I think it'll pay off, and I think that uh, – you know, these first two games have been, uh, you know, really, really good performances by our, by our team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a great, you know, in that Kentucky match, great response out of the locker room, Sarah Griffith mm-hmm. scoring that goal in the 48th minute. Moving ahead to Sunday, traveling on the road, another tough test against an SEC t- team, this time number 18, Vanderbilt. Another 1-1 draw. Um, you guys got the, the first goal and then let up a late goal l- late in the match. But your know, thoughts on, on that? You had a lot of players come in and play some valuable minutes, uh, especially with the heat index, I think, was in the upper 90s. So a warm day that you had to battle that and, and also a good team. But a, a lot of, of uh, positives coming out of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Really happy with how we played. You know, we were playing a very good team at their home field. And, you know, our goal was to... Uh, kind of play on the front foot and, and be aggressive and, you know, press at, you know, the right moments and things like that. And on a day, you know, the temperatures are like that and you're playing against a team that's very skillful. You know, you have to be organized and you have to really be willing to put in the work. You know, I asked uh, our team to really, uh, you know, buy in and really give everything in that in that way. And uh, they did everything that I asked them to do. So when your team, uh, you know, follows the game plan, you know, to a T and, and, you know, just gives forth tremendous effort, and plays as, as a group and uh, uh, you know you really it's like we're extremely disappointed that you know we didn't find a way to close that thing out but you know I try to sometimes separate the you know performance from the result and uh, that was a game that I felt like I uh, was just really proud of our effort proud of our performance and you know felt like we definitely deserved to get out of there with, with the victory but uh, you know that's that's why you play those good teams like Vanderbilt is because you have to play the full 90 and uh, there was some you know things that uh, you know, really caused us, uh, you know, a, a huge challenge in that match. You know, a couple things just didn't go our way, but, uh, you know, that's that's part of the game, and you have to find ways to, to overcome that. So I think that's one of those games you look back, and I think, you know, we might win a game this year where we just uh, remember that one and, and, and know that we have to do things, you know, a little bit differently at the very end. But uh, those are the types of games that uh, give you great experience and, and great confidence moving forward. But, um, you know, and even though we didn't get that result, I thought that uh, – you know, we kept possession of the ball. We created a lot of chances. Uh, we defended, uh, you know, collectively as a unit, um, and the effort that we gave. And then just, you know, just the simple fact of when you give up a goal late in a game like that, uh, and you're playing against a good team on their home field, uh, sometimes you can have your players put their head down and say, you know, just this is this isn't our day, and this, you know, this this, uh, you know, it's not fair or whatever it may be. Um, I love our team's response. You know, they kept fighting, and that second overtime. Um, we had we had a couple really good chances to win it, and you know, a couple times uh, you know, players got got hit in the box, and uh, you know I, I saw things that uh, maybe other people didn't see the same way. But uh, you know it's one of those things where you got to say, wow, you know our our kids have what it takes. So um, I think we learned a lot from that match, and uh, you know we t- play with that type of intensity and that type of toughness and quality. Um, Obviously, I think we're we're going to get that result next time. Yeah, certainly a lot of a lot of positives to take from this opening weekend. Um, two hundred twenty minutes played over the total yeah. total uh, two games, and we'll get to 
that specific specific number in a minute, but a lot of that had to do with our, the play of our senior goalkeeper, Marissa Boba, six saves against Kentucky, five against Vanderbilt, a lot of them highlight real worthy that really kept kept the Boilermakers in the match, and, and she, she was just outstanding in both games. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of confidence in Mo, you know, as our last line of defense. I think, uh, you know, we always uh, want to limit her opportunities to make huge saves, but um, when you play good teams, um, they're going to they're gonna get their chances every now and again. And she was very, uh, without a doubt, she's up to the task. And uh, a couple uh, huge saves, the breakaway save against Kentucky um, really stood out to me. And then uh, she had a tip over the bar against uh, Vanderbilt. And, She's more aggressive now. She's coming out. She's grabbing some crosses. So not only is it the big saves, but she's also eliminating uh, some of the issues that can occur. You know, when the ball's bouncing around the box on set pieces and things. So uh, she's been terrific, and um, you know, we we kind of learned to expect that from Mo, but certainly don't take it for granted. And uh, you know, she's uh, somebody that we can really count on. And like you said, you look at those games and you think about all the the shots that you had that you know could have won it. But you got to remember, like I said, when you play good teams, they're going to create some things too. So. Uh, uh, really, really uh, proud of her development over the last couple of years, and uh, we know we're uh, very, very rock solid back in that position. Yeah, absolutely. Played two, as I mentioned, 220 minutes. The team really, the, the, in terms of the fitness level for opening weekend, just two and a half weeks after the start of preseason training, really was uh, was high level uh, throughout the entire match. And two stats that stood out to me in the second overtime. Uh, against Kentucky, Purdue had a five to one lead and advantage in shots, and that was three to one against Vanderbilt. What I know, you made a little adjustments in your preseason training, and you're looking a little more at the, the statistics in terms of how the players are performing, uh, in terms of those numbers, and they also came into preseason training in great shape. How much of an impact did that make in terms of being able to play 220 strong minutes over the weekend? Yeah, you know, I think it really is important. I think Wally Becker uh, does a great job as our strength and conditioning coach and you know him and I communicate uh, you know several times a day just kind of going over certain things but you know the first weekend your biggest concern as a coach is you know are you underprepared because maybe you're trying to give your players the rest and to be fresh but maybe you're not playing at the speed you need to play at in training or are you you know overprepared are you overtrained are you uh, just going to come out tired that first weekend because you're trying to you know make sure that your team's uh, covered all their bases and everything and, and, and really put in the work. So uh, what's nice now is with the, the GPS and the data that we have from that, uh, we can track, you know, hey, this, this training session, we're going to make this one, uh, you know, 30% of a match. Uh, this, this one's closer to 75% of a match. And then you just kind of base it on how many days out you are from, from the game and, uh, and, and figure out, you know, we, we can track those things live as well. So we work really hard on that to make sure we're giving players the best information uh, we can give as far as, to prevent injuries, but also keep their fitness at, at the highest level. So uh, two double overtime games to start the season, I don't think I've ever been part of that. You know, usually uh, maybe one overtime or maybe somebody, you know, our team or the other team yeah. wins it in overtime, so it gets a little shorter. But it's equivalent of, you know, we've played basically an, almost an extra half of, of soccer. Uh, so that does add up. So um, we will keep track of, of those numbers as well. But, uh, yeah, we had players in that first match, you know, running over, you know, eight, eight and a half miles. And then you do a couple days later, you got to get ready and go play Vanderbilt in 100-degree weather. So uh, incredible uh, preparation by our players um, over the summer and just uh, shows how mentally tough they are. But uh, Wally Becker has done a fantastic job. And, uh, uh, you know, I thought uh, our players uh, handled it really, really well. And two, and two of those players coming up in a moment here on the show. But we want to talk about first junior defender Chloe Woodbeck. Mm -hmm. What's her impact been and, and what have you seen from her that you like so much? 
Yeah, well, one thing that's great about Chloe is she's very versatile. Uh, she can play up front, she can play in the midfield, she can play anywhere in the back. And uh, right now, you know, early in the year, um, we're still looking at things. And, you know, your main goal as a coach is just, you know, by the time conference play starts, you want to make sure you have, you know, the right 11 in your starting lineup. You want to have uh, players come off the bench that really know their role and can excel in those roles. Um, so we're still sorting through some things, but uh, she's the type of player that's going to be in the mix at two or three positions. Um, and we know that uh, in a game like Sunday where uh, people are, you know, getting fatigued and sometimes, uh, you know, putting in extra work, maybe it's the left back, maybe it's the right back, I know that I can use Chloe at any of those positions and she can be, you know, do a great job for us. So uh, she's athletic and she can get up and down uh, the field. Uh, she can carry the ball. She can uh, serve a good ball um, and uh, she can she can defend. So uh, very versatile, valuable player that, um, you know, will be a, a big part of, uh, you know, our success this year. Then redshirt sophomore uh, midfielder Hanel up here played in both matches as well this weekend. Came off the bench uh, and, and then a matter of seconds later assisted on on the uh, the first goal at Vanderbilt. What have you seen from her that that's impressed you? Well, similar to Chloe, uh, similar to Chloe, she's very versatile. Um, we've used her at left back. We've used her as a holding midfielder. Um, she has the ability to you know uh, around goals. She can she can hit a ball. She can score a goal or two here and there. So. Um, very versatile, uh, calm on the ball, uh, and that's why I like her the most. Probably is in that sixth role where she can, you know, get on the ball and switch the point of attack. Uh, but she can also get in on a tackle and she can win some headers. So uh, she's a set type of player once again that uh, you know we can use in the middle of the park um, with Grace Walsh, or she can sub in for Grace Walsh, and uh, we know we're going to get quality minutes, and we know that uh, you know she's going to uh, have a great positive attitude and and, and try to outwork the competition. So. Uh, just another player that, uh, you know, those are the players that you need in your program that you can trust, that are always available, always ready. And no matter where posi what position you play them in, they're, uh, they're happy to play. And they basically say, put me where you need me and, you know, give me a little instruction, but uh, I'll get it done for you. So um, really, really fun player to coach. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Drew, thanks for joining us. We will see you Thursday night at 7 p.m. at Folk Field as, as you get ready to take on Gonzaga. That sounds great. Thank you, cool. Charlie. Yep. Welcome back. We're joined by junior defender Chloe Woodbeck and so redshirt sophomore midfielder Hannah, Hannah Lapierre. Chloe, we'll start with you. Looking back to Thursday night, a memorable season opener at Folk Field, what are you going to remember most about that record attendance crowd being able to play in front of that? Well, obviously I'm going to remember all of the people banging on the boards and just the atmosphere that they created was amazing. Um, actually, me and Hannah were walking into the game and obviously we get there super early and we had to walk over fans in order to get into our locker room to get ready for the game. So that was just, I don't think any of us were really expecting it, but it was really cool. And just the fact that there were over 2,000 people at our game was incredible and something I'll never forget. Hannah, how about you? What, what's going to be your lasting memory from, from that night uh, in, in terms of the crowd and the atmosphere and just everything special involved with it? I think, like Chloe said, it was like incredible atmosphere, just the most fun game I've ever played in. But it also started raining in the middle of the game. And to look over to the fans all around us, nobody left. Everybody was still sitting there cheering us on, banging on the boards. Everything just continued. So that was really cool to see. And then also when overtime started, there's an announcement made over to the whole field saying we're going to have a short break and then come back with 10 minutes of overtime. And everyone got right back in their seats and started banging on the boards again and cheering. And it was just awesome to see the support from all of the Purdue students out at the game. Yeah, it was an awesome night, and you're right. No, I don't think anyone left for, mm -hmm. for 110 minutes and really add on the probably 30 minutes before the game. They were there cheering, and it was a special night indeed.
Uh, Hannah, let's let's move ahead to Sunday uh, against Vanderbilt. You assisted on on Purdue's goal. Walk us through that play and what do you remember from it, and, and especially the fact that you came on the pitch about 20 seconds beforehand. Mm -hmm. So you, you had a brief uh, brief play to help set up the corner kick that that led to that goal. I think a big thing for at least people coming off the bench, I mean, it's been both of us in previous games, is coming in and making a difference and making an impact right away. So I think just me and Ali Moose actually subbed on together. So coming in, it was kind of just we need to put a stamp on this game and do whatever it takes to kind of put our team ahead and give ourselves the best chance to be successful. So when the corner came in, I was just put my head on it. It was right in the air, just jump and try to get it down to one of my forwards who could eventually like Ali Moose did, kick it and score, and it was awesome. It was a great feeling to just know that I did a job to come on and make a difference and eventually help us get a tie against a really good team on Sunday. Yeah, great play and, and great way to set up your time on the field in that game. Chloe, you've been a really integral part of Purdue's defensive success the last couple of years. What's gone into that, and how much pride do you hold as a defender in contributing to, to shutouts and, and great defensive performances. Yeah, the best part of defense is obviously when you make a tackle and it's just a great feeling. So um, being part of Purdue's defense has been great and challenging. We um, have a lot of people coming in and out of the back, but um, all of us are working hard together to figure it out. And it's just the support from teammates that have Maybe there was a teammate that I played next to that has been playing there for longer than I have, just showing me the ropes, teaching me. And even if you come in and taking someone's spot, like everyone's always there teaching you and giving you advice on how to perform well and how to be great for our team. Hannah, well, it's just both of you, class, Purdue classes started on Monday. Hannah, what are you most looking forward to about this semester in the classroom? Do you have a favorite class already? Um, I'd say my favorite class is sign language. I just added a communications to my already public health major. So dealing with that double major, I've had to pick up another year of foreign language. So I had to start back up in sign language. So I'm definitely looking forward to kind of touching up my skills and learning more about sign language <laughs> this year. What's the hardest part about learning sign language? Um, I definitely say you don't really realize you're talking to another individual who can't understand you if you just talk normally. So it's definitely like understanding that in order to communicate with them, you have to use sign language. And I think it's pretty cool that I, I can do that. So just learning that and communicating more with my professor who's deaf will be definitely a lot of work and fun though at the same time. Awesome. And, and Chloe, I know you're, all, you're starting school, which uh, I imagine with, with the increased class loads, the stress levels might increase for, as it does with any student. But I heard you have the perfect way to combat that. You have a punching bag in your living room. Yes, I do have a punching bag in our living room. Um, it's a great stress reliever, great workout. Um, just got it recently. Before that, I was actually punching my mattress, so, but just for exercise. And um, yeah, so it's been a great stress reliever, great workout, great way to even keep your fitness up for soccer, good cardiovascular exercise. So is that part of, uh, part of your uh, workout routine over the summer? Yeah, actually preparing for season boxing. About 30 minutes a day, every other day. It was actually part of getting my fitness ready for season. So when you're retired from soccer are we going to have a boxing career in the future <laughs> you know what i've talked to hannah about it maybe 
maybe. I don't know if my mom and dad will like that very much. Yeah. I think we're both going to learn how to box. Yeah, so I was planning on teaching her soon, so, yeah. yes. And, and are you self-taught, or who taught you? I am self-taught. No, she learned from the movie Creed. Okay. She yes. showed me and the movie, too. So <laughs> she made sure I knew Creed was a good movie to watch if I yes. wanted to learn how to box. <laughs> not, not a terrible teacher, though. Oh, great teacher. She hasn't taught me yet, so no. I don't well, know you, what you, we're you waiting for. You should have learned from the movie. <laughs> Give it time. But in the meantime, before the boxing lessons, Thursday night against Gonzaga, Sunday afternoon against Ball State, both at Folk Field, free admission for all fans. We hope you can see you out. We'll hope, we hope we'll see you out there. We know we'll see Chloe and Hannah out there yep. as well. So thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you next week.